There is nothing here that's yours, unless you're here to buy it. Buy it? Ha ha ha! Skywalker! I can't believe you came all this way to see me. Honda. You know each other? Of course we do. Tell them how far back we go, Kenobi. Too far, I'm afraid. <laughs> and here I thought we were friends. If you're truly interested in friendship, Hondo, might I suggest you stop threatening these farmers? Threatening them? Oh, please tell me you have not been listening to this bounty-hunting scum. Scum? We're just here to help them protect what's theirs. Oh, come, come, my dear. How much are they paying you? Bub, bub, bub. Does not matter. Whatever it is, I will double it. And all you have to do to earn it is, uh, step aside. It's time for Send in the Clones! Join your hosts, Uto and Robbie, on an epic journey through a galaxy far, far away as they follow the escapades of Anakin Skywalker and the Jedi Knights with the clone army of the Republic in their struggle against Count Dooku and the droid army of the evil Separatists. So step in and prepare for adventure because it's time to send in the clones! In this episode... In the lead-up to Season 7 of The Clone Wars, Robbie and Bucho take a look back at some of their favorite and most memorable Clone Wars characters from the first six seasons! Hey, Chips, it's your old buddy Bucho, a Clone Wars rookie on my first ever watch of the Clone Wars. And next to me in the dropship on his third ever watch of the Clone Wars, he's the Obi-Wan to my Anakin. It's your trusty pal, Robbie. Hello there. And we are here to talk about our top five characters from the first six seasons of the Clone Wars. And we'll clear it up right at the start here. These are characters that are either only in the Clone Wars or mostly in the Clone Wars. I mean, I think by now only in the Clone Wars. So we're not talking about Anakin, we're not talking about Obi-Wan, we're not talking about good old Grievous, we're talking about Clone Wars characters. And so, Robbie, how about we roll out with you letting us know who is your fifth favorite character in the first six seasons of the Clone Wars? Number five is Cad Bane. He's one of the coolest looking characters that I think you'll ever see if I had my way, we would see him show up somewhere in something again, please. <laughs> I love Cad Bane so much. You know, he's basically modeled after Lee Van Cleef in, in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I mean, I don't see how... I just don't see how uh, anybody couldn't think that Cad Bane's cool. But yeah, that's my number five. My number five, Robbie, once said, As my sweet mother always said, son, if one hostage is good... Two are better, and three, well, that's just good business. It's Hondo Anaka. It's the magnificent Jim Cummings as Hondo Anaka. But you know what I always say? Speak softly and drive a big tank. How can you not love Honda, Robbie? Oh my, look at the time. Well, my work is done on Honda Run, right? When the droids turn up and he's selling those, he's bringing those weapons to Ahsoka, or even here he is with more, right? Filth, you will pay for your insolence. Insolence? We are pirates. We don't even know what that means. <laughs> You love Hondo, Robbie. He's probably somewhere in your top four, I'm guessing. But if he's not, then do you want to talk about him now? And if he is, let's move on to your number four. Well, I will talk about him now because he is my number four. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, Hondo is one of those characters that I just never knew was going to sort of 
capture my imagination. I want, again, want to see more. Where's my Hondo Anaka show? Uh, yeah. I think we need that. Uh, you know, maybe a, I don't know, a four episode, uh, I don't know, special thing. I don't even know what, the, I don't, just give me more Hondo. That's all I got to say. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Hondo. He's pretty great, all right. Let's just go with let's just go with one more Hondo quote when he's facing Ahsoka in that same arc. Ahsoka says, "I don't want to hurt you, Hondo." Hondo says, "I know, and I appreciate it." So <laughs> there was a maybe an arc in which you and I saw Hondo from maybe different angles, but you know, in every sense, even when he's being menacing, and maybe we think he might kill kids, he's still just fun and charming. So my number four, it's a Sarge Ventress. And, of course, in the release order, she plays a very significant role in the theatrical release. But in the chronological order, we first meet her in Hidden Enemy, which is the second episode in the chronology, of course. And it's the episode immediately prior to the theatrical release. And that introduction that I still remember, the music suddenly becoming ominous and this mysterious hooded figure appearing on the scene. It was the first Sith figure, or I guess the first Dark Side character I saw in the Clone Wars and you know even her oddly flirty verbal sparring with Obi-Wan was just so fun and she's such a striking figure you know she looks kind of like a terrifying some kind of vampiric witch and she sounds just so deliciously wicked as played by Nika Futterman and as we go through the show of course as we go through the story she's really put through the ringer she's betrayed she's hunted by her former master she sees her sister slaughtered on her behalf and eventually she finds that new path. Maybe smaller and much less grand than her original path, but at least it feels like some kind of growth for Ventress and it feels like there is some kind of hope for Ventress when we last see her in the first six seasons of the show. So Robbie, how about you talk about Ventress or you go on to your number three of your favorite characters in the first six seasons of The Clone Wars? Well, it just so happens that my number three is also Asajj Ventress. How about that? Yeah. So, I mean, how can you forget, you know, her using the force to impale a clone as she kisses him? I mean, she's such an amazing character. She's got so much style, Robbie. She gets more style points than maybe anyone except Hondo. Maybe her and Hondo equal first for style points. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess what what I liked about her is that I never saw her as much of a threat other than, you know, just kind of like a... And I wouldn't even say like a baddie of the week or something like that, but just somebody who wasn't going to be much of a threat. And I think in a way, it's how Dooku and Sidious view her as it goes along. But you see her gain her place, you know, and I just I didn't think that I would be pulling for Asajj Ventress when you first meet her. You just don't think that that's going to happen. And you do. You end up really hoping the best for her. And that is kind of an amazing storytelling ruse they they pulled on us. I mean, it just, it's amazing how we actually really felt for her, especially through that whole Night Sisters arc. And as she kind of gets her meaning stripped away from her, it's just, it's, it's great stuff. It's great, great character introductions. It's great seeing that those characters evolve over time. It's just, it's just, it was great to see and never thought that I was, you know, if you would have asked me at the beginning, I couldn't tell you that Asajj Ventress was going to be my, one of my favorite characters, but she did end up being one of them. My number three was Fives, Robbie. Ah, uh, Fives. We are with Fives at various points along what's ultimately a tragic story, but we see him get 
Maybe the, I mean, basically him go from a baby to his end, you know, we see him as a cadet. I mean, well, not literally as a baby because, you know, we do see some clones as, we see them as embryos, you know, at one point. So we don't see him that far back in his journey, but, you know, we see him go from cadet to rookie to experienced trooper to arc trooper. And then at the end, in that last very tough arc, he basically becomes like a rogue detective. And so while I found those last four episodes in his arc kind of a bummer, I think that's valid and, and it's even important because I think a story about war should have some strong tragic elements and Fives is the most tragic element of the first six seasons of The Clone Wars for me. And so Robbie, how about you talk about Fives or you go straight to your number two? <laughs> well, I will talk about Fives because he's not on my top five list, but I really battled with that. Because to me, Fives is one of those... I mean, his story is one that's, again, super important to the lore of Star Wars. I mean, because that was one of the, th- the things before the Clone Wars came out. Is that there was just this idea that the clones, they knew the whole time that they were going to turn on the Jedi. And that just never sat well with me. And, and the idea that, you know, his arc basically shines a light on the truth. That there's that inhibitor chip installed to keep them in line and then as soon as they hit the switch basically they turn into murderers and yeah i mean that fives is an important character an amazing character and yeah he's great stuff yeah so let's go into our number twos robbie why don't you take number two first because i assume that we're going to share our number one and number two and i mean to be clear to the troops we haven't seen each other's list we don't know each other's rankings for any of these top five episodes before we're doing them so i assume we're going to share the top two so why don't you go first robbie and let me know who is your second favorite character from the first six seasons of the clone wars all right my number two is rex same all right then with rex he's almost in a lot of ways he's kind of like the straight character he doesn't have like an extreme personality or anything like that but there's something just super lovable about rex that you just always want the best for him you don't want to see him get hurt and when he does get injured it's i mean especially the uh oh my god what's the name of the episode color queen yes the deserter oh yeah in the deserter is the you know again that when you see him get hurt and you don't want him to you don't want to see him go out and what he learns in the deserter is one of those things where you kind of figure okay so that's what they're is that what they're going to do with Order 66? And that's how some of these guys don't turn on the Jedi? Is, is that what's going on? They just make the choice? Okay, that's interesting. And But no, it's, you know, it's bigger than that. And to see Rex learn the truth, well, whether or not he actually learns the truth right away, we, it remains to be seen. But it's just amazing to see his, his growth as a character, too. And, and he's one of my, he's just one of the favorites. Yeah, I can't really say it any better than what you just said, Rob. He's loyal, he's super brave, he's intelligent. And I even like I even like how his style as a soldier is different from any of the other troops because he walks around with two pistols. Everyone else has some kind of rifle. He's walking around with two pistols like he's some sort of gunfighter or, you know, like a cowboy. And so he always stands out. And, of course, he's got that helmet with those J guys painted on the front. He's just awesome. And... He works a lot and is a good friend of what I'm sure is our shared number one character, Robbie. Who's your favorite character in the first six seasons of The Clone Wars? It is Colonel Gascon. Yes! Same! No. Snap! (laughs) 
<laughs> no, it's Ahsoka. I mean, come on. I mean, there's no question, right? I mean, as we said, or as I said before, it took me a while to to warm up to Ahsoka. Wasn't sure if, if she was going to be the character that they were trying to build her to be. And, I mean, she grew to be one of my favorite characters, not just in the show, but one of my favorite characters of all of Star Wars. I mean, I, I honestly don't know how I would rate my favorite Star Wars characters without mentioning Ahsoka yeah. alongside Yoda and Obi-Wan. And you know what I'm saying? It's it's really, really tough. Luke, I mean, she's up there as one of the best. And it's really tough. It, and it's a, an embarrassment of riches if you think about it. How many great characters we have in this universe. And... Yeah, Ahsoka's up there, and she's definitely the one that rises at the top in this show. Yeah, I assume Ahsoka would have been the most predictable choice for anyone who's been on this mission with us. I mean, they know that I became fond of it pretty quickly, and they know that, like you just said, Ahsoka Few was... I mean, at one point you said she was practically neck and neck with your main man, Obi-Wan, and we just go on this incredible journey with her from meeting her and her meeting and being paired with Anakin in the theatrical release which she's thrown into war as a 14-year-old kid. And then we see five seasons of her being tested in mental ways and in physical ways and even what might be called spiritual ways as we saw on Mortis, as we saw when she began having those visions of the future, an assassin, which was an episode that I didn't mention in my favorite episodes, but it's an episode that stands out to me as something that I will be looking forward to rewatching at some point. And of course, as we also mentioned in that previous episode, we see her take some tragic hits we see her tragically fail as a leader and storm over ryloth and then we see her start to triumph as a leader and start to grow from that later in that same story and you know as we go through her clone wars journey you know we see her lead the padawans we see her against the trandoshans completely cut off from anakin and of course we see her heart and her self-belief tested in heartbreaking fashion in her final arc of the story so far in season five so i would assume that for the vast majority of the troops out there, Ahsoka would be their number one too, but if she isn't, and if the troops out there have another list, maybe they can let us know via one of our communication channels, but Robbie, do you have any other characters there that you want to choose as honorable mentions? Well, I mean, it's... I mean, we can't choose Boba Fett, right? Technically, we can't choose Boba Fett, even though I know you're a fan of him in the Clone Wars. You say can or cannot? Cannot, because he's... You are barred... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he is such a different character here, right? Yeah. I mean, if anything, this is a show that makes him a character. I think we could choose Boba Fett because he's not really a character in the original trilogy. No, he, he really isn't. I mean, this is the first time that we've actually seen him be a character more than just a shadow of a character or something like that. Yeah, I mean, there's, so, there's really so many. I mean, one of the ones that kind of pops into my head right away is 99 yeah i remember that was the first time watching that arc go down that i really felt a sense of loss it was just it was so heartfelt that episode so to see that go down i remember was a a big turning point for me as far as watching the show and how i took it in of course barris ends up being you know one of the main bad people i guess you could i mean she was yeah did some terrible things but she was one that i really really liked before her inevitable turn to the dark side there but man i mean mother talzin sticks out it's just an amazing character one that i never thought would be anything i mean seriously when that episode started i remember thinking what is going on what is this yeah and uh it, it was just it's so much fun to 
to see some of these characters and 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 how well done all of them were. I mean, it was there's just a lot of good ones. What about you? What are yours that stick out? Well, I've got Duchess Satine in there. I thought she started a lot stronger than she finished. You know, like yeah. I mentioned when we covered those episodes, I felt like she was kind of I don't know even what the word is for it, but they wrote her oddly in that final Mandalorian arc in a way that made her seem much less effective and much more helpless than she had seemed you know when we first met her and almost I guess made her kind of a plot point so I was a bit disappointed with the way that they wrote a character later but earlier on you know she was a very engaging character very fascinating character and I gotta mention Aura Singh who mm-hmm. you know for a while I was rating as my favorite bounty hunter and technically you know she's in the Phantom Menace but she's not really is she she's a background no. character in a distance and so you know the show really fleshes her out a bit we don't get out to learn a whole lot about her background but anytime she's around it's a fun time as far as I'm concerned and I also want to mention Duchess of Teens sister Bo-Katan who goes on her own sort of journey through the show and she sort of starts out being like a sidekick like a, a henchwoman and then as it goes on we find out that there might be another side to her and there might be more to her than meets the eye so I wanted to bring Bo-Katan up as well Robbie and that is mission accomplished for our top five characters so Robbie won't you please let the troops out there know if the troops want to shoot in their top five characters of the first six seasons of the Clone Wars, what are our communications channels? Sure. We are Bucho and Robbie at Gmail, Twitter, and Instagram. That's B-U-C-H-O-A-N-D-R-O-B-B-Y. Yes, sir. And of course, the troops can join us again next time. I mean, I'm saying of course, but <laughs> just out of habit. Of course, the troops can join us again next time because usually it's just the next episode. You know, I'm counting up numbers now. What the troops can join us for is our top five moments slash scenes in the first six seasons of The Clone Wars. And until then, this is your old buddy Bucho alongside Trusty Pal Robbie. And we are out. Remember, you can support Sending the Clothes for free simply by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes or any other podcast platform. And Bucho and Robbie will read the review on a future feedback episode. And speaking of feedback episodes, you can also send either a text or an audio message of 60 seconds or less to Bucho and Robbie at gmail.com. May the force be with you. And let me see. Oh, the cost of the fuel. I had to use a lot of fuel. The general wear and tear on my men and equipment. A couple of them died, I think. Believe me, Kenobi, staging a rescue is not an inexpensive proposition. So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Oh! Thanklessness, what an accusation. I am gone, I will send you my bill. <laughs>